0: Hi, this is Andrew Krug, the Global Community Manager for Niantic Labs, and you're listening to the Agent Academy Podcast.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash agentacademy. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, welcome to the
2: Agent Academy.
3: Downloading latest Intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you.
2: It's Agent Academy, episode 50, recorded on March 4th, 2019. I'm Agent Goonie Guy. We've got a special episode tonight all about anomalies and we'll get to a little bit of news but uh i'm joined with agent tomogram and agent Long geek 07 how are you guys doing tonight
3: i'm good trying to stay warm (laughs) that's what i'm
2: doing here it's it's cold up there um let's go around in a circle and let everybody know who y'all are in the uh community if they don't already they probably already do uh start with tomogram and i may be saying that wrong I just see the name. I don't know how to say it.
0: It's uh, close enough. It's Tomogram. Tomogram. I'm Tomogram. Um, I am the former POC for New Orleans um, Anomaly uh, that happened about a week and a half ago. Um, and I'm here to help try and promote uh, future anomalies and see it answer any questions.
2: And Log Geek?
3: All yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm log eco seven i am also another former poc uh, point of contact i was for uh, recursion prime from minneapolis just back in october and like a tomogram here i'm here to promote things for future anomalies coming up here and answer questions and just talk about what's happened
2: sweet and i, I got to uh, meet tomogram down in in nola for a little bit at uh, the after party and um Not only seemed to to go off great down there. How do you think it went?
0: I thought it went as I'm surprised how well it went. Um, Kind of planning one of these things. This isn't my profession, and throwing a party that big for that many people is not really a skill set I had. But I'm really happy it went off smoothly. I'm also happy we won. That helps a lot. It's easier to throw a party, throw a good party, when everyone's in good spirits from after winning. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. Is, is that how you kind of look at um, being the POC for the, for the Anomaly is, is like throwing a party, the biggest party in NOLA for Ingress?
0: It basically is. It's making sure everyone has a good time. Um, it's not... Well, it's even beyond kind of... This is what I was taught as a when I was leading teams when I first became a captain many years ago. Being a captain isn't just leading your team to victory that day, it's making sure they're having a good time to make sure they come back to future anomalies. And kind of that's kind of how I viewed being a POC as. just making sure everyone had an enjoyable time to make sure they come back to New Orleans or go to other future anomalies.
2: And logic, how was your um, being a POC up there? Similar situation?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's much the same thing. What um, stands or are- Tom McGregor's has been talking about. That's very much what it was. Uh, Just trying to... I mean, the first thing was I wanted everyone to have a good time. And I agree, winning is great. I mean, that makes things a lot easier when you're at the end of it. But um, just make sure everyone at least smiling, feeling welcome. They're enjoying themselves. I would have rather that everyone had a good time and was satisfied and lost as opposed to everybody have a really shitty time and won. And I think we succeeded pretty well with that. I think everybody seemed... Pretty happy by the end of it, or at least as, as close as you can. Sort of thing. There's only so much you can do when it's forty some degrees outside and a, a little bit of light rain in the morning. So,
2: so um, trying to get more agents out to anomalies in general. A lot of agents don't even know what they are. They just kind of hear about them, maybe see a news story here or there on the website. What What would be y'all's like elevator pitch to get get agents out?
0: Um. My sale is usually, anomalies are one of those few times where there's an endpoint, it matters. Like um, At the end of the day, you have a winner and a loser, and everything you've been working up towards that kind of determines that. Um, so that's kind of how I sell it as, is. like you have an answer by the end of the day. Kind of all the other day-to-day stuff, it's fun, does anybody really remember who won, like, who won like 15 cycles ago in some random place in Kansas? But people remember who won Kansas City two years ago or St. Louis or Nashville. People remember that. Um, and then the other thing I sell it as is camaraderie. Um, kind of, It's not just an anomaly. It's kind of like an enlightened – for us in North America, it's an enlightened convention. Like the night before in our hotel, it's like a sea of green. And just imagine just walking up to just strangers and being able to talk about Ingress all night long, just a random stranger. And we can all share that story about getting into cars with strangers. And that's like <laughs> an Ingress thing. And that's like the amazing thing about going to Anomaly is that camaraderie and that convention kind of spirit. That's that's there. And that's how kind of I sell anomalies.
3: That's almost exactly the same thing I do with it too. I agree completely. It's... It's so one day where the rules are agreed to everybody. It's the same time, discreet. We all follow the same thing. So it's a way to test things in a way where it's all on the same level. And you get to, it's a convention. It's a con. It really is. And you get to make friends that are, you're going to keep for a long time and people that you might only see in these environments. That's a chance for all of us to get together and have a good time.
0: And kind of the other thing I was thinking about today, like with anomalies, it's like kind of doing an op. But you let the resistance know you're doing it. You let you're letting them know what time it's gonna happen, um, which is awesome. When you win, like you won, because the other you had real opponents as opposed to kind of the other stuff where you try and pull something off at three o'clock in the morning while everyone's asleep. Eh, it, it's it can be hard, but it's even more hard when when you have an opponent who's act- actively trying to play against you. It's
2: hard mode, hard mode for Ingress. So, and we've got a um, a couple anomalies coming up still this year. Um, I'm going to be heading out to Atlanta. Are y'all going to uh, the next set?
3: Um, I'm going to Atlanta myself. That's that's where I'm going uh, uh, this month. So that's my plan, and definitely Chicago after that. Unfortunately, I can't internationally fly right now. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to Atlanta because it's too close for me not to go to. And I'm also definitely going to Chicago because Chicago is going to be big. I think it's probably the only time we've had just one anomaly site in North America that day. So it's probably going to be like the first time where like East Coast, West Coast, South, everyone just shows up to one site and we kind of get to either, we get to collaborate and see how we do things. I think oftentimes we're split between like West of the Mississippi or East of the Mississippi and, we can never join forces, and I'm looking forward to Chicago. That one's going to be big, and I—that's how I'm selling Chicago too. Like, if you've never been to one, or there's only you only have one chance to go to an anomaly, Chicago's it. Yeah. Um, that is going to be the biggest, baddest anomaly we've gonna we've had for a while, and probably in the future. So,
2: and it's. Um like you said it's it's the only anomaly on that day and it's the finale it's the actual last one of the whole series for um i guess this set of anomalies um like i'm just uh, expecting you know three times five times the the normal uh size of the anomalies do you think they're gonna have any issues with kind of like they did the uh, first pokemon go fest or do you think they've kind of learned from that to uh make sure ingress doesn't go the same route
3: I think it's going to be a little better. I don't. I don't know. If they're going to try to step everybody in you know, a single park as much as they did with the uh, Pokemon Go fest. I was. I was actually in the city that day when that happened, and it was. I think part of the problem is they overloaded it all on like one cellular network, all in one place. Which I don't think we're going to have that problem, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Who knows? Depends how many people are there.
0: Yeah, it's hard to predict anomaly attendance. I can't say it's going to be like double or triple what other ones are, but I can imagine it being big because there are so many people who just play English 4 Anomalies, and it being the only day, it should be a huge turnout for both sides. And the other selling point is, I know Chicago isn't going to love me for this, but <laughs> Midwest has predominantly been blue, um, and that's kind of something we've been chipping at uh, as Enlightened trying to take their... I view the Midwest being a resistance stronghold, and it was amazing that we took Minneapolis from them, and if we, I'm looking forward to taking Chicago from them, too.
2: And I believe Atlanta's been um, notoriously resistance-heavy as well. Does that um, affect anomalies a lot, like that, uh, the city where it's, it's being held is normally one faction or the other? Or yeah. can you just not tell when everybody comes from out of state and out of town and, and you just don't know until people get there?
3: I mean, I mean, you can look at a place where you get there and know that. And I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make sometimes, though. Um, not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to give away too many tricks, I guess. For
1: right. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, it, so if I ask something that goes towards, like, uh, you know, something shouldn't be talked about. Just just say so. It's, sure. I, I don't normally know. Like, I know some things that, that um, you know, I try to stay away from. Um, and probably I'm overcautious. So now that y'all are here, I'm just going to talk and ask the questions. And y'all are going to have to decide if uh, y'all are going to get in trouble or not. so <laughs> um, y'all know more so.
0: I could weigh in on that question. I My personal opinion is kind of... Ninety percent of the time, the local scene, um, or the kind of the local whoever's dominating, the local scene doesn't matter as much for an anomaly. Kind of for New Orleans, if anyone would have looked at the intel map leading up to the New Orleans anomaly last weekend or a weekend two weekends ago, it was predominantly blue. Um, uh, Res just has has been out playing us locally here for about a, almost a year and. They simply just have more free time. But we managed to easily beat them by 80 points. And I think that's true with a lot of sites, like in Minneapolis. As an outsider, I was working there a lot. It was predominantly blue, um, with a lot of blue eights. Um, I think, and so I don't think the local scene matters as much. However, there are some kind of outliers. Uh, Portland, <laughs> Portland, Oregon. That that they have a really strong like local scene there, um, and also I believe San Francisco and kind of I always say California and Oregon. Oftentimes they could probably just win an anomaly the by themselves. That's how that's how strong they are locally. But I think other sites, um, whatever is happening locally, it's hard it doesn't affect the outcome. But the local organi- organizing team does have a huge outcome on the anomaly. And that's building, kind of setting us up and after parties and making sure we're all prepared. The, that that has a huge impact on whether we win or lose.
2: So, as um, players think about going to anomalies, maybe it's their, you know, maybe they've never been. What, what would you suggest they do to get involved, get prepared, get ready? for their first anomaly?
3: Play <laughs> would be the first thing I'd say. Uh, get used to actually using your scanner as part of it. I mean, it seems kind of silly sometimes, but if you got a player who's not out there as much, an agent who doesn't engage as much because they've been retired or whatnot, or if they've been really working under the things that don't always really involve the scanner, they you want to really refresh that again get used to that. I mean, that's the first step right there. You're not that useful if you don't know with what you got. Um, That'd be the first step. And then from there, it's just being used to working as part of a team. It's really part of it. You got to be accustomed to work with other people, be with the other agents. I don't know if they're saying, like follow orders, but just really just be able to coordinate together and understand what's going on. Um, And I think the third thing i throw out there is just be ready to have fun in that sense. Just get that little bit of extra excitement. You're going to be out there and do something fun and see people and enjoy a new city or enjoy your city in a different way. If it's, if that's your home, so that's for places I would start.
0: Yeah, that's, I agree. I would recommend just have an open mind, be ready to make new friends and kind of what's really important is whatever the site chooses as their like chat program. Um, please be open to kind of using it and downloading it. And because the way we win anomalies is communication and organization. And if you refuse to download the chat program, it makes it really hard to communicate with Mm -hmm. you. And kind of just once you do that, like the information is there. um, And we, and it's as much as people want to kind of soak in. We could definitely overload players with as much information as they want, or they can take the bare minimum um, and kind of just do what they do the minimum and just have a good time. But just be open-minded and just look forward to having a good time. Um, yeah.
2: And I know you're, yeah, you were really stressing the the have a good time, and that um, earlier we were talking about. Um, I was thinking about doing either streaming or, or just filming during the a- Atlanta anomaly. Not sure if you know how much impact I, I would would make. And you were talking about one uh, anomaly that came down to just a few points. Well, yeah. you want to tell me about that again? And so, everyone
0: else. That was what I was talking about. That was New Orleans Villanoir. Um and that was I think a year and a half, almost two years ago. We enlightened one by twenty something points. But let me rewind. Um, that was a really hard-fought fight. And almost a lot of us thought, Enlightened thought we had lost. Um, and this was also a primary. So it was one of those sites where Niantic announced the scores on the spot. Jahan was there. and the Well, I think old Jahan and old Acolyte were there. I don't know if those actors are, actresses have been replaced. But they were there. They announced the score. But going into this kind of announcement... Enlightened mostly thought we lost, and Resistance thought they won. They were on cloud nine, um, and we all knew it was a really hard-fought uh, anomaly. So, Niantic was announcing the score, and they announced that Enlightened won by twenty-ish points. Um, and to see that, I've never seen a crowd like mo- crowds mood shift so quickly like <laughs> enlightened was was now like cheering they were, like ecstatic and resistance like they they were just silent I've been actually searching for that feeling like since for like a year and a half that kind of win like that hard-fought win which is one of the reasons I went to Minneapolis but yeah um, that anomaly was every action mattered because we only won by 20 something points so I think that was like the score of like I can't remember if volatiles were only worth like 10 points or 20 points back then, but I tell people like every action mattered. If one person stayed at home, we could have lost. If a recharger decided to take an extra bathroom break, we could have lost. Um, if someone decided to go buy an extra beer, we could have lost. The The margins were so small that almost everything mattered. Um, so yeah, that's actually one of the reasons why I, go to, I went to Minneapolis and I do, I'm trying to do as much of my anomaly in the Midwest.
2: So start bringing free beer coupons to hand out to the other faction. But only good before the, the uh, anomaly's <laughs> over. You gotta get it this hour! Go on! So, and the rules change um, sometimes drastically, sometimes not drastically. Sometimes they just add uh, one new thing in or or change how, how something flows. Do you do you think new agents should really dig into the rules or kind of talk to their their teams and just kinda of be wait to be told what to do? What do you prefer when you're like talking to a teams? I don't know if that's getting too much into like yeah. tactics, but I, like I, 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 just, I think this is
3: like a general policy for anybody going to this. It doesn't matter what team you're... I mean, what side you're on at this point. I mean, if you're showing up, you should know what you're doing. Uh, I, yeah. don't think it's, I think it's worth it. Um, some of this here, it's a matter of... I mean, if you're, you're going to go to the anomaly, you're going to be there with the people, and reading the rules, I would think, would be part of it. You know, at least like glance at it.
0: Know what you're supposed right.
3: to be there for.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just um, Knowing <laughs> the rules does make you a better player. Yeah. I would like act- I wouldn't say you have to actually read the rules. I feel like within Enlightened <laughs> that we're good enough where we can, we, we can manage if, if our players don't read the rules. But I find it more enjoyable, and it's with anything, almost everything else in life. If someone understands why they're doing something, they're more likely to enjoy it. Um, and for me, one of the things I enjoy about Anomalies is the theory crafting about anomaly rules or strategies talking about the different strategies that can be used and actually something i really enjoyed after the new orleans anomaly was sitting down people i really respected and thought i was smart and be like hey what did you think about the rule set and what did you think about our strategy and we we could there are players that could just sit there for hours kind of theory crafting and debating What we could have done, what we did well, what we could have done even better, and that is something I love about anomaly play.
3: (laughs) Agreed, completely.
2: Yeah, I. Um, I I know before this this last one, there was, you know, talk about the the artifacts and the media and the drops and and I know even when I was on site, I, I was still talking to agents who. Had those rules kind of misconstrued? They thought they had an hour, you know, after the anomaly to yeah. to do with the media, and so it's, it's I guess it's things like that that um, um, I caution like new players to you know ask questions and don't just just uh, think you you know the rules either um, because what they are on on paper is sometimes different than what they they really are um, if you haven't played in the anomalies and First hand, um, and like follow your captains. Like sometimes you think you know better, even though it's your first anomaly, you probably don't. So <laughs> listen, listen and uh, um, follow the advice of others. I think one of the best things about anomalies is, is learning the game, especially if it's like first few anomalies. It's like wow I didn't even realize that's how I should do this or that That that's faster or more efficient or things like that you, you actually learn a lot I think as well as have fun and, and meet other, other players so just be open um, to new things uh, when you get there in the anomaly definitely worth it
0: yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things we, we focus on because Ryan and I we're really into anomalies but I think we forgot <laughs> to talk about like mission day and all the other kind of I'm more competitive, I don't really do Mission Day because I can't win Mission Day but <laughs> people come to Anomalies where also Mission Day and also doing all the city banners so it was, there are people who aren't super competitive um, there's other stuff for you, like there's so many things for people to do in Ingress um, it's it's almost like a sandbox type game, I think it, it probably started out like a sandbox type game, it was a proof of concept but there's so much stuff for everyone to do. There's the competitive side. There's mission day. There's meeting new friends. There's field art. There's just so much. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't. If other people have like mission day is a big thing. I I didn't even know until a couple weekends ago. People come to these things and don't. Some don't even go to the anomaly. They just go to mission. Yeah. Day. I was surprised. Oh wow. Yeah, I no, was surprised.
3: The part of that convention kind of concept again that we were talking about before. I think that's a lot of it sort of here, and um, yeah, I mean that's really part of what it is. I mean, there's also all the GoRock events that are going to go with it. There's the new Intel Ops that's going with it. I I think I I think it goes to (laughs) (laughs) a Goony guy,
0: this random guy that showed up. He's the other (laughs) Minneapolis PSC. It's (laughs) Dark Knight.
3: Don't blame me. Hello, Dark Knight. <laughs> Yo!
0: How's
2: it going? So, um, there's a little split-screen action going on. We'll, we'll get it worked out in a second. Um, how are you doing, Dark Knight? Pretty good.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard you guys talking. Uh, thought I I'd, thought I'd hop in. You are talking about uh, a bunch of stuff I like. So, uh, the, the recent stuff about uh, the add-on events uh, is, is near and dear to me, and De- definitely a struggle uh, from from a planning perspective, but a very yeah. good thing to have for recruiting. In terms of, there's something out there for everybody. Uh, if you want to be more physical, there's there's physical stuff. If you uh, e- enjoy just wandering around without the, the points goals, there's there's stuff for that too with uh, the mission day and uh, all that fun stuff.
2: Well, and so we've talked about a little bit about anomalies and about uh, mission days. Um, you want to. Give people a brief overview over some of the side events, uh, the the GORUCK stuff. Yeah,
1: so GORUCK is uh, one of my favorite things, uh, and, and I hope it continues well into the future. Uh, there's there's still uh, so some discussion uh, outside of our hands that, that's going on on what exactly that looks like, uh, but in, in past anomalies, it's been really neat uh, that there's been overnight and now uh, gone to previous evenings since it was taking up too much time, uh, GORUCK Stealth uh, has been really cool with being able to provide intel for the following day uh, through competition of physical challenges and uh, endurance events. Uh, that usually takes place uh, of so some longish marches uh, punctuated by different relay events uh, to, to actually earn the intel, which is really cool. Uh, I hear that they're taking Intel out of it, so I don't know what that's going to be replaced with, if anything. Uh, but it is a lot of fun, uh, and it's definitely a good way to, to push yourself as an agent, maybe less from the scanner point of view, uh, uh, which is, for me, really neat, because it, it allows you to surpass the limits of, of the technology. We, we've all had our scanner crash on us, uh, but... When your body is what's crashing, you you feel more in control of it, and uh, to me, it's a, a great sense of accomplishment.
2: So, do, do y'all know anything about the um, getting the intel for for stealth or not getting it? You're saying that they're they're not going to do it in the future, or you don't know so
1: going forward. Uh, that is the the current out of game intel, I, I guess uh, would would be how to put that. Uh, Niantic, uh, will no longer be providing the Intel through stealth ops, which kind of makes sense as, as now we have that Intel ops that, uh, Geek touched on, uh, which is a more adventure puzzle solving from what I understand. I, I hope to get to participate in that semi soon, but we'll, we'll see how it lines up.
2: I, and, I, and I tried it look- in Austin and it was, uh, interesting, um, but I, I've talked about that before, and, and people can look at the... We've got a, a story on the site with more information about that, but they're going to do it again in Atlanta, and so it's signed up for the Intel Ops there. I love the scavenger hunt stuff. Uh, so... It, I don't know if I'd call it a scavenger hunt so much as, like, a escape room ingress Escape room, in my room
1: is the, the best description that I've heard of it, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and with all these things,
1: whenever Niantic works with outside companies, go or Foxhound is uh, who's behind the Intel Ops, If I remember right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all a learning experience. It's getting people that don't normally work together to work together. Uh, it, in a, a new, new city.
2: Talent. Like they're from California, I think. So it's like now they have to throw this escape room event in a whole different city that, you know, maybe they've been to, to look at, but I can't imagine with the, the amount of tickets they sell for that, that, the cost to do that really isn't cost effective to fly 50 people over there to run an event. So they're probably skeleton crew uh, to oh, get yeah. stuff done too. So no,
1: there's, there's definitely logistical challenges there,
2: but it's still, it's really neat and it's um, a lot of fun. And I, and I like to tell people to uh, be sure to uh, enjoy the people that you're doing it with and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, let the the puzzle and the event be what it is and, and get into it and you can have fun or or you can have a horrible time (laughs) depending on what you, you make of it and put, put into it. Uh, but, um, are there any other things anomaly wise you you guys are are looking forward to in the next, uh, few sets?
3: Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting back on ground, uh, this month, big time. I really am. Um, I actually, I was doing the operating or is it uh, an It's called Intel operations or whatever. Um, for just this in February and I really want to actually get out there and see this new media thing. I'm actually really hyped for it um it's different it's I, I don't know if it's going to be a good idea in the long run I don't know if it's going to work well but it's a different idea I, I think it's really neat that we're doing it I'm still torn about if I'm happy that we lost the uh, the periphery fields but it, it's a new mechanic of to entertaining out, and yeah that's me at least
2: so in speaking of the, the media um we talked about this last last week about uh, uh, places like Auckland. I, I don't know; it was rumors, so I don't know how much of it is true. That that um, that they thought they had an hour after, and Auckland. and they got a goose egg. Do we know info about that? Like, have, has anybody released anything? Anything we can talk about on what actually well, happened?
0: I'm Um i do I'm not going to. There's nothing opsec about m- what I'm about to say, but I think the exact wording of what Niantic said was. The scoring of the media um, could be done could be done up to an hour after the anomaly. They had a qualifier that kind of maybe. Um, I don't think it was ever written in stone that they were going to score the media an hour after. So Niantic could have done it better. Um, in kind of specifying when they're going to score the anomaly, because it's kind of right. weird to have a game where you don't know when the game ends. But I right. imagine maybe they had some technical difficulties in kind of capturing that data, so they kind of right. gave themselves room to do it. That's my interpretation. I, I think you're right, uh, Stan, and I agree
3: with Sam on that, or, or Tom O'Cram. <laughs> <laughs> on this. Um, I, I think that's part of it. But from the lawyer perspective for me and that's part of that, that rules thing right? uh, you gotta read these things carefully and sometimes you get excited and you, you just roll right through and you, and you lose track of that stuff and I don't know if that's what happened I don't know if it was just some other the mistakes um, I've what? been hearing odd things from almost every single site about the media uh, where I don't know how much of that is just that unfamiliarity you know, where the rules aren't as clear, and we, we hear one thing and we make the wrong presumption of it. I don't know how much of it is actually a Niantic mistake. Um, there's a few things where it's pretty clear to me, and I would trust that there may have been some sets that weren't even scored. At least that's what it seems like to me from the information I have. So um, it's still a work in progress, I think, but part of it is read your rules carefully, and sometimes the rules change on you and you don't realize it. Right. Nothing. The Calvin Ball thing seems to apply sometimes.
2: Um, so, do yeah. the the POCs? Do they have a chance to like come back and, and talk to Niantic about rules like that? Because I was wondering if there's maybe a language barrier that maybe the wording was different or, or changed or or, um, you know, maybe it it felt like it meant you know an extra hour in in a different mm-hmm. language or something. But do y'all have a chance to, like, talk to Niantic about stuff like that? Yeah,
3: we, we do. Um, when you're when you're active, when you're doing your sites coming up and things like that, um, you do have a direct channel with Niantic. Um, you can do individually, or you can do it with the other POCs from the, from the Resistance and Lighten together and things like that. And um, there's some opportunity to look at the rules, but I, I think things have changed compared to what it was a number of years ago where there is not a... Um, We we get them, and then they get out pretty quick after that. It's very quickly is what it was like, at least with Recursion Prime. I'm not positive how short of a window was for Darsana Prime. But it seemed when we went from um, Cassandra Prime to Recursion Prime, it was a shorter window. And I I just think they're shifting more and more toward that. But that said, we do have that direct channel to say, "Hey, wait a second, what does this mean Um, within the rules, at least before we do things.
2: And so if um, both factions kind of have that opportunity, is that like a a shared opportunity? So you see, you know the questions that Resistance is asking Niantic and the answers they're getting as well as they're getting the questions that the Enlightened are asking and the answers, or is it like separately each side getting what they ask?
1: Does
2: that make sense?
1: Uh, So how how it shook out, uh, at least for our site, Was we we got access to the the pre-release document, and we could annotate it with with our questions, which would then be clarified or or answered. Uh, This was on an abbreviated timetable, uh, which I think we, if we looked, would be fairly consistent across most modern anomaly dates. Uh, But for the what was it? Probably about a week uh, that we had to to look at that. the uh, comments would uh, be populated and we'd, we'd get answers relatively quickly.
0: Right. I think oftentimes we do have a chance to comment on the rules, but oftentimes, I think actually almost all times, we come at it as Ingress players on is this rule set fun? And very rarely do I see Have I in this year-long process that I see anyone... Actually, no. I didn't see anyone try and debate or change the rules to give a faction uh, a leg up. Um, I think all the kind of discussions we've had about rules, even cross-faction with Niantic, have been how are players going to have a good time and will the players feel like these rules are fair. So I think that's kind of where, when we debate these rules with Niantic, that's where we come from. Um, Well,
1: another aspect of that... uh next to the fun part is the clarification part, so making sure that they're understandable, and uh, unfortunately, some things can slip through the cracks, and I, I'm sure that the, the media thing is definitely a candidate for that.
2: And so I guess we won't know, um, I mean, they do, do they use the exact same rules for both sets in the same anomaly, so next, you know, into yeah. this month, it'll be the exact same rules?
0: I feel like they
3: tweak them just a it's tiny a yes it's, like,
2: it's very small from what okay. i've
1: okay. so. so we there, may there see, see some sweeping changes but yeah uh, there can be there can be changes
2: yeah so when we're cool. um, we're less than 20 days from the next set when, when do you expect to see the rules drop
3: I, 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 if they're going to change I I, I pretend to have no inside knowledge (laughs) about when that's going to happen. It's
2: a bad question. So move on. It's It's (laughs) gigantic. So soon...
3: Quason City, for example, this most recent anomaly, they they changed their play box three times. You know, between when they previewed, they, they previewed what it is, and then they changed it, and then they changed it again. So when it actually came up, um, no one knew, no one had a guaranteed idea of what the play box was going to look like until it actually happened. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and I, I get it. I mean, this is a really big thing is what Niantic's doing. This is worldwide. I mean, I gotta I, I give them some slack in that sense that this is huge. You know, this is not easy what they're doing on that scale. But we have a track history of things kind of happening at the last minute. And the Calvin jokes exist in both factions for a reason.
2: And it's just
3: I mean, that's part of the fun, I think, in some ways, but still.
2: And that's, uh, uh talking about the, the anomaly sites that uh, both factions kind of send in where they think the area should be uh, for the actually uh, the play box. Um, how much do y'all normally communicate with the other faction before y'all send it in to Niantic, or do y'all?
0: Um, from an, from New Orleans? We, yeah, we met up beforehand, and we basically agreed on the play box 99%. However, kind of our Mardi Gras dictated where we could play um, yeah. because basically the play box, one border was where the parades were rolling, so couldn't go that way. And then another border, there was a river, so we only had to debate two borders, and that wasn't yeah. very hard at all. Yeah, that's
3: Minneapolis is similar in that sense. We didn't have a Mardi Gras in the middle of it, but yeah, it, it's... Yeah. You, they had to encourage you to talk to both sides. They're supposed to get together and give their proposal. Um, some sites come to an agreement, we came to an agreement uh, within a decent amount of time. Um, I know other sites have not. Uh, Vancouver, I believe, for example, was one where not, they could not agree in the play box. They ended up with was some kind of split-the-baby scenario, which was really strange. So,
2: well, and is, know, is that why about. you have things like in Kizan that... Uh... They come back and change it. Is that the factions trying to get things changed, or is that Niantic finding issues with the play box and changing it?
3: Um, part of it is when we do the submissions, is we, we usually tell them what to watch out for. For for many like portals that should not be active for the anomaly, considering now that things are uh, every every box, well, every portals in the play box is active. Um you want to eliminate places, like with Minneapolis, we eliminated the um, uh, County Medical Center. We wanted that not being an active game space, despite the fact that it was right in the middle of everything. Because it's a hospital. Right. You don't want agents in there. Or um, there was some concern at one point about the Federal Reserve building, because that's a federal building, <laughs> and it has security. And if these portals can only be reached from certain areas, you're going to piss off the, the Federal Protection Services. And all of a sudden... You have agents that are getting arrested in the middle of the anomaly, and that's part of the you know that's part of our job to help not let that happen. And right. they light up the portals. we will light these up ahead of time so that the POCs can say, "Yep, everything's fine." You, you eliminated the stuff we don't want to see, or you can say, "Holy shit, you screwed up! Come back and fix this." And um, with Quasim City, I believe that might have been some of the problems or exclusions, as they call them might have been incorrect. Um, But there's also a chance for us, as the POCs, to come back and say, uh, Niantic, you changed our box from what all of us said, and that's crazy. That's not going to work. For example, it's on Bourbon Street, and it's Mardi Gras. Why are you doing this to us? Not that that happens to Tomogram, but that would be a really good example.
2: (laughs) When I've heard uh, stories of uh, anomalies being played in, like, zoos or or places where where, uh, some agents had to, like, buy tickets to get in because... Do y'all do look out for that sort of stuff too to make sure oh that wouldn't be good
0: I think that's more of a thing of like a year or two ago if I recall going through this process I think one of the requirements or suggestions from Niantic for play boxes is please leave out uh, areas where you have to pay to get into
2: so in um, they've had Anomaly at NOLA four times? three times?
0: Oh, four times. This four times. Our fourth.
2: So it, you expect it's going to happen again? You know, I mean, you make an assumption. Maybe not next year, but um, do you, are you already? Do they talk to you ahead of time about that, or do you find out no. pretty close to when they drop the sites?
0: No, no. <laughs> They do not any of these sites in advance at all. They no. tells you you're having an anomaly. They don't ask you if you want to have an anomaly. Because yeah. um, I think I was talking to someone, um, one of our, actually our attendees, if Niantic would have asked um, any of the locals, resistance and E and year ago, whether because that's when it was announced, a year ago, um, yeah. if they would have asked, it would have been a resounding no from both sides, um, because of Mardi Gras. Now that we right. won, I don't I didn't mind it so much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You would have total not not February, give us March, please, right? Is that what it would have been?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, But, yeah, it would have been a resounding no. Um, But I think Niantic is taking some feedback, and they are asking for kind of feedback from the POCs, the former POCs, where they might want to have new anomalies. Um, And New Orleans should not be it. We've had four. We're a tiny little city. It makes no sense why we've had four of these things. I think uh, someone
2: just wants to go to uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. crew <laughs> just wanted to get down there and have some fun. Is that the... It's a good vacation.
3: hmm yeah, Well, you is... should
2: tell them Mobile has a Mardi Gras, too. I mean, I'd, they could just try it over there one one year. Uh-oh. Did I say something bad?
0: No. I think Mobile would be great. Okay. Well, I've been actually trying to campaign. It's something... I, it's on my list of things to do to write Niantic. Niantic has a lot of power in their hands in deciding where to have these anomalies, they can easily bring like a lot of people into a city, um, but not enough to kind of impact a city like Boston, Philly, New Orleans. Like, like a weekend, like last weekend when we had the anomaly, like none of the businesses would have felt an effect from our anomaly. Right. But if they were to have an anomaly in like Mobile, smaller, up and coming um, cities that want to promote their tourism, who already have an airport and have hotels. I feel like if we have an anomaly in these smaller cities, it could it could make an impact on some small business, like some poor yeah. some poor girl can get braces, well, um, and an
2: impact on ingress itself. I mean, if something like that happened in a smaller city that was still big enough to you know have some press there of their own, they're like, "What is going on? What is this?" And all suddenly their name gets thrown around that city a lot more, and then it gets picked up somewhere else. Like, "Oh, this is crazy! What was that?"
0: It's because of so that's it's like, a good idea. It's because of anomalies. I found I went to Kansas City, and I didn't and learned that Kansas City is in Missouri. But I feel, I feel like <laughs> I feel like having anomalies in cities like that is yeah. would be great because Kansas City is not somewhere I would have voluntarily gone on my own without an anomaly.
2: Now, do you think oh. they would have an issue finding a uh, a core group in some of these cities, like you said? You know y- y'all are used to it having you know this is your fourth one uh some smaller city that you know if they had it in Huntsville like I well, there's no way we could throw it together like I would end up killing myself, right like we just don't have enough locals that could um we would have to get outside help like so is 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 there room for that to have almost like a national like group that will support smaller cities
0: yes, um well. One of the other requirements is portal density. If you don't have the portals, that can't happen at all. But New Orleans, we didn't do this by ourselves. Like, it wasn't just all done by the locals. We had so much help from outsiders um, from all across the country. Um, so it wasn't just done locally. It was like, it was a national effort. It w- it, we even had Canadians helping us out. So it wasn't just nationally. It was like a, a North American effort to, to win New Orleans. Um, is that yeah. on the
2: on the ground? Like getting getting the the setup. You know, talking to the hotels and like I don't even know like all that goes into that first kind of uh, getting prepared. Um, and that may be opening a can of worms with the hotels. I think they changed oh, how they were doing that.
0: Get, get them um, started,
3: please. Is <laughs> is that, uh, I'm not getting on my soapbox. <laughs> I don't
0: think we can talk, I'm not sure what we can talk about the hotels because I'm not with the state. Don't know what the state of it is, yeah. but I as like I wouldn't be afraid of being a POC because kind of within Enlightened we have a lot of experience um, organizing, running anomalies, and a lot of these people really want to help share that knowledge and help other new POCs. So I wouldn't feel like you're just you as a POC like even from a smaller city. Um, without much experience, I wouldn't worry too much about it. There's help, and if POCs are willing to ask for help, they 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 can run a very successful anomaly. I I
3: have to agree completely, Stan. I mean, uh, or Tomogram, trying to be good about this. Uh, I mean, Dark Knight and I. I um, mean, we're from Minneapolis. We did stuff, but I mean, we had local people engaged, and we had other people come and help. Um, we had one person here from Germany work on some stuff for us, um, which was, again, to get that almost international field of things. And I think that's very factually based. I can't speak too much of the resistance. I don't know how they do their back end, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had much of the same thing too. I mean, this game, Ingress itself brings people together on these large scale things. And I, again, that's kind of going back to what I like about anomalies. It's a chance for all these skill sets to come together. It's a chance for people to be a big team together and do things it's, it's amazing and I, I think a smaller city I have the green tone program I think is right again a smaller city could really do well with an anomaly I mean uh, with, with the right size I mean you still need an airport of some sort that's decently easy to get to. you do need hotels that are there to get there I mean I'm in Sioux Falls South Dakota right now I don't think they could support an anomaly to the level that a lot of people want I don't know if it's going to happen but like uh, Green Bay Wisconsin would be one I can think off the top of my head. Um, there's a like Dayton, Ohio, right? I mean, stuff that's not huge.
0: Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um.
3: Yeah, like Baton Rouge. I guess maybe you could make that work there, and they'd probably dragoon Tomogram and again to do something if it was that close. But I mean, it's if it's something where you can get to easily, I think Niantic would appreciate that. Where there's infrastructure, that get people over there to enjoy themselves, and there's something entertaining. And I agree, it's a great place we get people engaged and make a, a town better and look better. I mean, I could uh, be good and not go on and on about <laughs> things I've seen while I travel for work.
2: For that, so. Well, I know it's it's not easy, like setting up the anomaly, and uh, there's so many agents that get to go to anomalies and have a, have a great time. So uh, thank you all for... Um, you know, putting in the effort for doing that, and everybody who's putting in the effort on resistance and on enlightened the same, because there's a lot of work that goes there that a lot of um, agents get to enjoy and maybe don't even know how much work that is. Um, but it's it's um, you know, we were talking, and you you, um, were Telegram talking about you know, just wanting to get more people out and playing Ingress and coming to anomalies, and, and that's kind of what sparked sparked us doing this show uh to talk about it um so i appreciate that and it is it is a great time for uh people to meet other agents and have fun um we're gonna wind down in just a minute but i wanted to make sure if there was um other things y'all wanted to mention or, or talk about that had to do with anomalies or, or ingress in general um i didn't want to leave it out so um
0: anything tomogram well i see you had some questions in the chat um one was asking about spoofing. Um, so, in regards to things, spoofing, it does happen, but it doesn't necess- It doesn't really affect the outcome. Niantic watches the play box really closely the day of um, the anomaly, so it's really hard to kind of affect the outcome of anomaly via spoofing. They've also changed their rules um, to kind of minimize that, and especially with this one. Um, they are now taking down overhead fields, but that's been there for about a year, but they're now also taking down any interfering links from outside the play box. Um, so, yeah, if people are concerned about spoofing and affecting affecting anomalies, it's minimal. It's actually one of the reasons why I like anomalies. It's, it's kind of more pure. Um, it's harder to cheat. Um, you have an endpoint. You have results at the end of the day, and that's kind of what I love about it.
2: I think that was the
0: only question in your Twitch
2: chat. Well, it brought a question to me, so that's good. Um, The global challenge. How how do y'all feel that as POCs for Anomaly, um, like global global challenges being worth two points, you know, um, do you think that's okay? Do you think they should kind of look at that? Um, Or do you think, you know, two points is fine, even though a site's worth one?
1: I see my colleagues looking a little exasperated, so I'm going to go ahead and dissent a little bit. Uh, I, I think this is very similar to some of the other points that, I, that I've talked about. Uh, it's it's a work in progress. It's it's a really good thing. The global challenge is a really good thing for people that are somewhat remote and can't or, or aren't invested enough to, to actually get to an anomaly yet as, as a way that they can participate. Uh, before I got to the anomaly scene... I was in one of those remote areas, and I, I saw, oh, hey, Ingress is having an event, but it's all the way over in California, and uh, I don't really want to buy a plant ticket right now to California, uh, and yeah, I've changed my mind about that since then, but <laughs> it, it would have been nice at the time to say, oh, hey, there's there's something that little old me can do to, to contribute here, uh, and yeah, it's, it's still very much a work in progress uh, seeing how the, they've shaken out so far uh, in, in terms of making it feel like everybody uh, is contributing uh, because it, it does seem like it's still just a few and, and they're able to, to impact the, the series score as a whole a little bit too much uh, with, with the global fielding and whatnot. Uh, so that's that's a little bit rough, but Hopefully they learn from it, and we eventually get to a place where it's it's balanced, where the global score feels like an anomaly for everyone.
2: Yeah. 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 Like, I think um, if they showed the score, like I sh- so you had a kind of live view of where the score is going, and then maybe have it between the anomalies. Like, it goes on between the two sets, so then everybody can participate, and it doesn't feel like, oh, well, I can't participate because I'm at the anomaly, as opposed to, um, you know, not being able to go at all. That's another not, to explore. Yeah,
0: I'm not too happy about this most recent global challenge because it's really ripe for bots to affect it. I don't know how closely Niantic is watching it, but I feel like this is a challenge that can easily be kind of affected simply with bots. Um, so I don't know how I feel truly about it. Um, I like the global challenges, but maybe it could be separate from how the anomalies are scored kind of the anomalies are supposed to determine determine some random outcome in the storyline but maybe the global challenge could be separate on itself and not affect the global kind of the anomaly anomaly scoring but who knows maybe niantic will come up with something better in the future I did not appreciate this recent global challenge. Simply, bots could affect it so easily. Well, and and I would hope that they would
2: come out with stats like, "Hey, we banned this many bots during the anomaly. We used it as a honeypot to find the bots uh, during this season. Like that would be great information to like, oh, well, they actually did something with that. Uh, Get them from both sides, right? Sorry, what were you saying, Dark Knight?
1: Oh, I, I was asking Telegram if uh, that means that he wants global shards back.
3: No.
0: <laughs> well, that that's less easily affected by bots, right? And yeah. That are that, our, our, that means. Our, I I don't want shards. If we had shards, <laughs> I would build a null field around New Orleans. I would just build a wall around New Orleans. No shards are coming in here. Um,
1: it is a nightmare. Yes. So yeah. no on on the bots thing uh, what, what did I have about the bots thing? Yeah um, I, I just I don't know about the the bots situation because like you said, uh, potential for a honeypot. so that's that's one way to look at it. Um, yeah I, I, it's, it's rough trying to, to design play around the people that are, are violating terms of service.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped there for a second. I hear global shards and my
2: connection decided to shut off. That'll happen, yeah. It's connection sharded.
3: Yeah, I was going to say just before we move on too much on the global challenge here, I want to I think it's really good that it's something to get everybody involved. That's a great thing factions yeah, period. I think it's it's a good idea. I kind of actually think it's a good I like it in a sense that it's the same time as the anomaly, because a lot of us hardcore people, we might end up being the ones running the show if it's between the anomalies. And maybe it's a time to have some other people get involved who can't travel but not to be that hardcore. It's a chance for them. But um, the, what Tom O'Gran talking about it being spoofer potential here. I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory. Maybe this is Niantic's way of rooting those guys out. I don't know, maybe. I said it here first, though. That's what happens. If I'm right, then I was right and I can point to something. It's delightfully optimistic, man. Encourage that wholeheartedly. It is optimistic.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So hopefully that that's it. And the uh, um, thing is they probably won't ever tell us if it was or not. So, um, But uh, we're bumping up against an hour here. I want to um, thank you all for joining me tonight. This has been uh, really uh, eye-opening on some of what goes on with, with anomalies, and I feel like we, we have another hour or two to to talk in the future um, and, and find out how it's going. Maybe we'll have a, a progress report on anomalies in general, and maybe we can get some uh, counterparts from the Resistance to join in and uh, have a, a back and forth as well. Um, but that's all I got. If, uh, if there's anything, y'all got one last thing to
0: say, and then we're going to get out of here. T- Tomo? Well, I encourage everyone to go to either Atlanta or Chicago. Or, actually, go to both. Um, can't win this without people, and it's a really fun time. It's one of the best times to have an in Ingress.
1: Dark Knight? Uh, agree wholeheartedly to go. Go to as many of the ancillary events as you can, because uh, you never know when those won't be available, uh, yeah. and, and they're a great experience.
3: LogEag? Have fun. Just go and enjoy yourself. I was asking Res in Minneapolis, you're in my city. Are you having fun? I want to beat you, but are you having fun? So.
2: Well, and uh, thank you all again for uh, being on the show. And thanks for everybody watching, uh, being in the chat room. And um, go check out uh, hashtag RuckYourDog, see what that's all about. It's the uh, challenge th- this month for uh, GoRuck. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. And hopefully um, Sally Belly will be back with us. Give her a little bomb, uh Tell her you missed her this week. And uh, with that, uh, we will see you later. Bye-bye, everyone.
0: Good night.